It's time for the film crickets with Jay Fortier and Chris Martineau. Uh, hey, friends. My name is Jay Fortier. I'm along with my good friend, uh, Chris Martineau. And today uh, we are talking about the movie Point Break, but we do have a special guest. We have Ryan Cunningham, who happens to be a DJ also on 94 WHJY in Providence, Rhode Island. I should say this before you say that I am a former DJ. I, oh. I don't know if you heard about what I don't know if you heard about what happened at iHeartMedia, but at the beginning of 2020, they basically laid off 50% of their employees across the country. So oh. unfortunately, I was one of those. But I will say this. I was there for 22 years, part time from 1997 to 2020. And I survived probably 15 mass layoffs. So I'm not sure if they're restructuring <laughs> or what's going on, but it, yeah. it was a good ride. It was a good ride. Uh, it, it, this, by the way, this has nothing to do with HJY. They're just the, you know, they're one of the many entities that iHeartMedia owns. And again, nothing against iHeartMedia. This is just corporate America. You know, yep. here we are. Hey, but it was a damn actually... good ride. 22 years. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, if you if you dodge the, the bullet 15 times, I mean, hey. <laughs> I mean that's that's a pretty good run I would say, you know what I mean. So hey, yeah, that's fantastic. So um, Jay, what so, are we what are we got rolling yeah. on here today? What's going on? Well, we all um, subjected uh, ourselves to the 1991 <laughs> movie. No, it's I, I really it's a fond memory for me. Really, it is Point Break is Keanu Reeves. It is Patrick Swayze, and it's just it's iconic. It really is. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like it's not Citizen Kane, <laughs> but no, it, it, no, yeah, but it is. No, it's such it's such a fun film. It, you gotta. I mean, I looked at. I mean, it is at least. Did you? Let me ask you a question. Did you watch it back in 1991 or like around that time, Chris? Uh, me? This is my first ever encounter with Point Break. Ah, uh, okay. So I, I'm all right. An, all right. So I, 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 so I am a grown, a grown man. I am a grown man, and this is my first foray into the world of Swayze surfing in the Bodhisattva um, and uh, and Keanu Reeves in the early ages of his quote-unquote acting career. So we really get to know where he got his Pinocchio style of acting from, and that is by meaning uh, he acts like a, a, a piece of wood. Uh, but yes, this is my first foray into uh, right. Point Break. <laughs> so you're telling me, Jay, is that are you telling me that maybe the remake of this was probably ill-advised because it was so iconic back in 91? Well, yes. I mean, people, for the most part, didn't want the remake. Nobody wants a remake, for the most part. Oh, I don't I know. That Friday the 13th remake did really well. Well, you know what? <laughs> I actually looked it up today in the... Technically, the Point Break remake actually made a little bit, like you know right, what I mean, uh, above their budget. But it wasn't. Right. Well, uh, it wasn't worth. The, uh, people liked the other one so much that nobody would want it. Ryan, would you agree? So, like as far as you know, the remake. I think. And... <laughs> I think the only people that wanted a Point Break remake were the actors that were going to be starring in it. Nobody that <laughs> yeah. ever saw the original ever wanted to see that iconic movie remade now i will say this to your point what you were saying a little bit earlier you said you never you wished or you alluded to the fact that you know you weren't that impressed with the movie and i will say this i probably watch it every couple years so the 18 year old version of me in mm -hmm. 1991 loved this movie could yes. not get it was the top gun on surfboards oh don't me. get me started wait, with wait. top gun Ryan. careful it was <laughs> careful. it was don't get me started with top gun <laughs> 
it I like it. It had. I, look at. I'm not comparing it to Top Gun. I'm just saying oh, that Top don't. Gun was a few. Yeah, it was a few years removed from them. But like to me, it had everything about it. It had the cool actors. It had the action. The, you know, the cop drama involved in it. The skydiving was really cool. But I will say this: as it, I think probably when I turned. 30 the movie started to look a little bit different to me and i wonder mm-hmm. if that's because you're you know your testosterone sensibilities when you're an 18 year old kid speak to something different as far as your entertainment palette is concerned and Ryan, then when you get I... a little bit older you you, you watch it but it, i think it has a little bit more you want to see it because it's a nostalgic vibe not because it was a great movie does okay. that make sense so ryan i'm gonna i'm gonna go to your point and say are you saying that when you first saw this movie, you were, quote, young and full of cum, unquote, which is a line from this fucking movie. But minus By the, the way, dumb. That's a line. Who, someone, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Someone wrote this down and said, you know what would be a good line here? Let's make some shit up. Uh, young, oh, what does he say? Young, Blue, dumb, and full of cum. Young, yeah, dumb, right. and full of, yeah, okay. That, that's that's and dynamite. By the way, you know, Print, you, check you the know gate moving along. Is, right? Oh, that's, <laughs> that that's my favorite. Is, he's... He's very iconic, that actor. I think he was, he's, pro- he basically plays the same character in every single platform that he's in, but he oh, was yeah. the, he was the mentor doctor in Scrubs. Mm-hmm. And Fantastic. one of his more famous roles was he played the management consultant in the movie Office Space. Sure. Remember mm-hmm. him? The, the one yep. that loved oh, Michael yeah. Bolton. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, a, line, a line cut like that coming from that guy, I don't think is that crazy, but I agree with you. One thing I will say about this, the the woman that directed it, her name is Catherine mm-hmm. Bigelow. I'm talking about oh, Point yeah. Break. Yep. And one thing I never noticed when I was watching the credits, as I was watching it last night, James Cameron is an executive mm-hmm. producer on Point Break. Hmm. Yep. I, saw that. I had no you know idea. Why? Never. He's never married to her. Because he used to be married to her. Yeah. He's married to her. But Catherine Bigelow has quite a credit to her career because she did... Hurt Locker. She did Zero Dark Thirty. She's like, a, she's a legit filmmaker and usually making movies about men doing men things. You know right, what I mean? So Here we got you dudes know what? surfing and, and you know army stuff. And, you know what's right, so good so, about yeah. that? You know what's so good about that is that if anybody was to say, oh, this is so, this is way too, ma- too much machismo shit. Well, female director, so... <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, so she, no, but like, listen, if it's not like it was made by a dude for dudes, by dudes, with, you know what I mean? Like, it, there's at with least dudes. a lady. All right, all right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We mixed one lady in. All right, right, yeah, but yeah. she's at all the right. helm. All right, I'm with you. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Maybe she so, knows what guys want. Who knows? Well, let's, right. let, let's get this, let's get a little started on, on what we, uh, when we first walk, and when we first uh, see the beginning of the film, it's sort of like dreamlike in a way. You see these uh, just people, random surfers with this, like this mellow type music, and then they they show Keanu Reeves just chilling out in the rain, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> like on a like sure. the hood of a car. And they're like, mm-hmm. you know, you're up, Utah. And he starts shooting, and you realize that he's shooting at targets like a policeman would. And the guy gets, mm-hmm. gives them the hundred percent, like he got a perfect shot. And I, I think the rain was a nice touch. Oh, because whenever you have, <laughs> yeah, but that's the earmark of someone that's trying to make a scene that isn't a scene. I mean, if you want ultra dramatic, you better have it rain. That's like all those movies, like Friday Night Lights, like all those football games were in the rain because who wants to see one when everything's dry? 
Come on. And we just I agree. Yeah, but I, yeah, that's what I was going to say exactly to your point. This was a stepping stone for mm-hmm. who Keanu Reeves was going to become in the next decade in the 1990s. So, and it's funny to your point too, like about the acting. I think there's mm-hmm. a couple good actors in this. I don't know. The thing about Keanu Reeves that I could never understand was I don't know if he's acting the surfer dummy or if mm-hmm. he really is the surfer dummy trying to yeah. act. I can't I, distinguish I, between the two of those, Keanu's. Ryan, here's the deal. And I, I want to talk real quick, Jay. I know you want to get in the movie. Just give me one second. I don't care. Like Keanu Reeves, because I, I come around on him a lot. He sucks. I like it, he, he acts like a piece of wood, and I'll say that again. But on the other side of it, did you see the third Bill and Ted's? It's, I have not seen perfect. that. It's it's actually really good. It's much better than the second one. It's really entertaining. And the thing when you watch old Keanu Reeves trying to be young Keanu Reeves, he actually like acts well. He his mannerisms, his body posture, the way he talks is absolutely like old Bill S. Preston Esquire. So to him, I'm like, I want to <laughs> hate his, I want to hate his performance, but he's nailing it. And then you watch John Wick, which he basically what my fa- new favorite movie. I love John Hobbs Wick. And Shaw. Love John. All the John Wicks yeah. are so good. And and half of the movie is he's just grunting and saying, yeah, okay, yeah. But then yeah. you see him in the first movie when he freaks out about, you ki- you didn't kill my puppy, you killed my wife, so on and so forth. And he has that scene where he's tied to the chair. And he actually acts. And I'm like, well, maybe yeah. he doesn't suck. Maybe this is just, like, that's his thing. Here's the that's thing. I don't, I don't that's think he that he... I don't think that he sucks. I think he has gone through many different incarnations. And I will say that he did a couple movies, seri- more serious movies, more, yep. I should say, movies that, that made him act. Mm-hmm. One was Devil's Advocate. Sure. Remember that one, Charlie. Oh, yeah. One. And yep. then um, the other one was another movie. And for, I think Ashley Judd is in this one, but Sweet November. Oh, yeah. Do, mm-hmm. do you recall that movie? I, yeah. I, not a lot, but I remember him acting. I never saw <laughs> it. It was... Yeah, it was, it was not bad. It, it definitely showed a different side to, I think, who he is. I think he was so surfer and so, you know, beach bum sort of vibe yeah. at the beginning of his career with the yeah. three big movies, Bill and Ted, Point Break, and then Speed. He still had yep. that kind of dumb, that that dumb surfer, you know, that, uh, you know, Hang 10 vibe in Speed. Yep. That it was very hard for him to get out of his own way moving forward. Yep. But I think the Matrix actually kicked him into a whole new direction because he was he was not that dumb surfer guy in, in the Matrix no. franchise. Nope. Not at all. I, I do like And he does he, the work. And he does the work. I do like, like in the Matrix, <laughs> he does the work. But I go love ahead, Jess, this, though. No, I mean, like, why on earth would they say he was from Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is he born in Ohio? Oh, Johnny Utah? Probably, yeah, because, Johnny the, Utah. because he couldn't lose the surfer guy accent. <laughs> so so what I'm saying, you if know, you're going to say he's from, like, I mean, how many people sound like this that come <laughs> from middle America? <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty good Keanu Reeves, by the way. <laughs> That's actually a very solid Keanu Reeves. Uh, Jay, you know why they did it? Because they, well, there's a couple different things. He was a football player, so Ohio State is actually, you probably want the the biggest, next to Texas, the biggest football state in America. Mm -hmm. But then the other thing was there was a lot of him wanting to learn how to surf. Right. And chances are, if you. Exactly. If you live next to the ocean, any you would have at least tried at one point, right? You know, right, right. Mm-hmm. but I meant like just he, he, he does he not sound like an Ohio person. Yeah, yes. no, no, <laughs> yes. not a bit. He does not. No, 
Whoa. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So we we haven't, if, if anybody was listening to this, they still have no idea that the whole point is that he became a an FBI agent and that's why he was doing the target practice. And the next thing you know, he shows up at the FBI headquarters in the bank robbery division where he's following John C. McGinley, yep. that guy that said young, dumb, and full of cum. And he said, you know, he's, 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 he's walking around. He's basically welcome, basically walking ahead, just rattling off some shit saying, okay, we have uh, this many uh, uh, bank robbers and you know how we catch them with data and blah, 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 blah. And he's like real mm-hmm. militant. Like, he's like, we expect everybody to be in tip top shape. Now I love that. By the way, uh-huh. I, I do yep. like this film. So like, but I, it's funny that we expect all of our agents to be in tip top shape. Well, let's mm-hmm. take a good look at Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah. Here comes Gary Busey. <laughs> like, wow. you know, we look at that upper body it's like whew. Mm-hmm. what's funny about that scene and i i'm sure they did this to be ironic was that he said you know uh, was it mcginley he said he wants all the agents to be in shape gary Busey isn't eating in that the one that grabs the donut is oh, yeah. keanu reeves oh yeah. i know and it's yeah. five right, seconds yeah. after he says sir i take the skin off chicken <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, and, oh, yeah. so, and then a minute later he grabs the donut and he's like he's like but we're getting we're setting up we're setting up that whole thing where we're gonna have and we there was stakeout we've got the head of the police department who's no one's gonna listen to him and they're all gonna do their own thing and everybody's going to like ah you know it's like you always gotta like no one ever cooperates with with your boss right. and, and as being a cop you know and it's so much so you can punch him later and not get fired spoiler alert so i mean Again, we're setting up this this kind of '90s cop thing. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Jade. Sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, just the, uh, so that's how they end up meeting. They go over to, over to a pool and they meet Gary Busey, who's jumping <laughs> jumping into the pool, finding yeah. bricks with a blindfold. Uh, <laughs> for, sure. <laughs> I think that's what he does as a hobby, anyway, Jay, To be frank. Um, no. Hey. All right. I'm going to yeah. say. No, but you know what? I got to say, that was actually my one of my first, if not my first, foray into seeing Gary Busey. I, I did not see the Buddy Holly story, and I, I, I don't know about other uh, films before that, but he didn't mm-hmm. really stick out other than this he- was this was it. Wait, you did see him in something, though. You just don't remember what it was, and I'll tell you what it was. He was the villain, Joshua in the first Lethal Weapon movie. Oh, okay. He yeah. was. Yeah. All right, right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, it was probably... also the crazy, in a bit of typecasting, the crazy uncle in Silver Bullet as well. You know, yeah. no, the line says, piss on the Mets and piss on the Indians, piss on the Red Sox. That's right. I, I'm not sure if I saw the whole thing of Silver Bullet. That's why it's... It's um, not good. But So there's something so. about Gary Busey, though. It, he, and maybe we should try and find out when this happened. He had a pretty serious motorcycle accident where he hit his head on the curb. I think it was yep. before this. So I, was it before this? Because it, he seems to have really gone off the rails in the last 29, 30 years. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, I, I, I'm guessing, too, because, like, his teeth didn't look real. <laughs> I'm not kidding. His, his hair didn't look real. <laughs> no, but his I'm, eyes don't look did, real. Does anybody in Hollywood have real teeth except for, what's his name, that played Nucky on Boardwalk Empire? I can't think of it, the actor. Well, Oh, Steve Buscemi. He had some jacked up teeth. Steve Buscemi, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. 1988 was the accident. All right. Oh, so that was before. Okay. Yeah. So that, that goes, that, that's why he has this, these awful rants that he goes, well, there was a Saturday Night Live skit where he had a, hi, I'm Gary Busey. This is my motorcycle helmet. In fact, to be extra safe, I put a helmet on my helmet. This is my Gary, Gary Busey helmet helmet. And then he puts, he has three helmets on. And it's like six meters across. And he's like, this is my Gary, human, Gary Busey helmet protector, protector. And he just kept was, putting on was helmets. Was it really him? No, 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 no. It was an oh, actor, but it was just oh, like. I didn't know. So Gary yeah. Busey is 
crazy. But <laughs> no, was, I, I want to yeah. say in this, he seemed a little more <laughs> dialed in, you know, like than uh, the, the other times I've seen him later on. I'd like he, he became like really nuts. <laughs> I'd say dialed down more than dialed in. That's what I, no, like, I, that, that's what yeah. I have to say. That, that the fact that he was, he seemed like, like that, you know. Coherent, I guess. <laughs> it's like when they come up to Nick Cage and they go, Nick, we need to be a little less Nick Cage. Can you do yeah. that for us? Like, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Right. So, no. yeah, well, right. they team up and Gary Busey's character, Angelo Bavis, I think his name is, and he says to Johnny Utah, who happens to be uh, the Keanu Reeves character, he says that they, they come up with the idea... He's already had this idea that the ex-presidents who have been robbing banks, there are a bunch of people who are robbing banks that are wearing ex-president masks like Ronnie Reagan and Jim mm -hmm. Carter and LBJ and Nixon. And they are, uh, he believes that they are surfers because they only seem to, there's a lot of different clues, but they seem to only do it around the summertime. Don't they make the connection that... They're robbing banks only where there are these awesome rip curls or whatever. Like they're planning their bank robberies against the surf report, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it Am would, I wrong? It's not the surf report. They What they do is they're following the northern hemisphere, southern hemisphere seasonal surfing. So when it's October, those guys okay. go down to Australia and surf. Ah, and then they come okay, back. That's it. So the bank, the bank robberies are only happening during the summer and early fall in the northern hemisphere and then they right. disappear but one of the reasons so, why they found out they looked at the tan line if you remember one of the scenes when i moons. think it was from yeah <laughs> when he moons when he moons the camera he sees a mm -hmm. tan line i'm not sure yeah. you know if you live in california i'm pretty sure everybody in southern california has probably has that same tan line yeah, so i'm, not, yeah, I'm not really sure how they they put yeah. two and two together. But if you remember, the other part was where he said he got um, a soil sample from when one of them jumped onto the counter. And yep. they had the soil and the sand and the sediment analyzed. Mm -hmm. Then there was carnauba wax was one of the ingredients. Carnauba wax is used on what? Car wax and then surfboard uh, wax. Surfboards, yeah. Yeah. But uh, can I say that that is... Just a hell of a lot of bullshit. I mean, that's crazy pants. <laughs> that is such horseshit, guys. You it just, is, you is. all, you. I can't see you, Ryan, but Ray, no. Jay didn't react. That's such a bunch of horseshit. That's completely fucking impossible. And let's all, let's all key into the other fact too. You are, you have masks on, and you're trying to disguise yourself, but you have a tattoo on your ass that says "thank you." Like that's not a distinguishing mark. No, I think <laughs> it was written. Find it some. I think it was whatever. Written. That, that's all right, fine. Well, whatever. So the point of fact is, and and you're keying off when everyone should be watching the banks. It's only at this time. Even if you haven't figured out it's a surf report, they're only doing it at this time. They hit over 27 banks. So at what point do you put more security around all the banks? And we're in Southern California. How many banks can there be? How many police shit? Guys, this is just nonsense. <laughs> and that's forensic <laughs> bullshit. I'm okay. sorry. That's forensic bullshit. The reason? Dirt the and carnauba wax. Yeah, because, because, again, nobody surfs in California. So, wow, what are the chances of finding carnauba wax? It's like trying to, it's like the chances of finding a homeless person's sweat in the sand in California. By the way, very good chance of that. Moving on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I didn't react because it's just been, I've heard it for so fucking many years in this I know, film I know. that it's like sort of like dude, dude you know what i mean like the, it's old hat when i hear it <laughs> i know I well know. look at you listen again it, to your point a little bit earlier <laughs> we are now watching citizen kane here we're right. talking oh, no, about I know. 
Yeah. We are talking about probably I, I didn't really get too in depth into like who actually wrote this movie, but I have to think they're probably not Academy Award winners. Right. No. And these are just if you notice, these are just easy these are easy transitions to get where the film is trying to go. The carnival oh, wax, the no, it, yeah, yeah, salt sample. It's the Ryan, it's the <laughs> but it's, it's funny. the MacGuffin. I get it. Uh, totally. But it, this this is what you and I were talking about earlier when we said my 18-year-old self loved this movie because all mm. I saw was girls on the beach, rip curls, and people jumping out of airplanes and then shooting guns at each other. Yeah, but as right. you get older, yeah. you say, as you get older, it's like we're starting to do what we do now. You're like, yeah, like oh yeah, this okay. is this is bullshit. Yeah, right. carnival yeah, wax. Kinda... And and by yeah, the way, yeah. if you notice, half the time they're at the police station, they're drinking. They're drinking Corona. Yep, because everybody <laughs> does that. Yeah, at, the old, at work. Yeah, of course. My question: Why did they cast Laurie Petty as the love interest? Ooh, Very no point. Yeah, yeah, bad move. That's a great yeah. point. And again, not the sound, <laughs> not the sound misogynistic, not the sound at all. But yeah. you're right. She she was kind of I want to say rough around the edges, maybe a little mm-hmm. gruff. Yeah, but I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I would have when- totally pictured. I'm like, who would have got that part instead of her back in 1991? Like who is I did. who was like some of the hotter actresses back in the day? I'm not just talking about looks wise. I'm talking about you yeah. know, sure. hot, working a lot stars. Ryan, I dare say that Patrick Swayze is more beautiful than she is. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, I, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm just, no, I can recognize the fact that that's a good looking man. He's got he's got he's got the awesome hair. He's got the and he takes care of himself, you know, and he's and he's cut. He's not like the other surfer group that's like obviously scummy. The Anthony Kiedis group, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like oh, they're we'll obviously scummy. Yeah, like minute, like yeah. he is. He's far. Yeah. He's he's a, he's a more beautiful piece of of human being than than again. Not saying not being misogynistic. I'm like, yeah, but your point. We're 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 casting a California movie, and we have somebody who looks like she's from New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like she's from New Jersey too. By yeah, exactly. And yeah, by the way, no, not, you know, nothing nothing necessarily against her too, because I didn't think her performance is all that bad. She no. just seems like she. If you look at the whole cast in all the different scenes. She stuck out in not in a great way, hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I'm yeah, it was it was strange. I'm with you. Um, Maybe miscast. I think that's the best word. Is yeah, miscast. But yeah. also keep in Could mind too miscast. that she she also did a great job showing the fact that she did not give a shit about Keanu Reeves at first, which I kind of like. Like she could not. She did less. not. But yet, no. yet again, in, in late '80s, early '90s style, uh, that man ain't going to say no for an answer. We're going to keep stalking her until she hangs out with us. <laughs> Because that's what we do. In fact, we're going to do a little peeping Tom action, and we're going to watch her take off her underwear binoculars, because that's not creepy at all. Yeah. Well, um, the okay, so the reason Keanu Reeves ends up going up to her is the fact that they decide to send him undercover to mm-hmm. get in with the surfer people. Right. So then he accidentally meets her because he almost drowns himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Uh, which is it's, it's pretty funny because like one one second on the, why would you jump on a surfboard into the ocean if you've yep. never been on a surfboard before no because pappas or whatever his name is uh gary Busey goes oh how hard can it be surfing is incredibly difficult incredibly i've never done it but do. i have, I have oh. a few friends that do it and they say my, just don't. my son it's one of those things you just don't do it <laughs> yeah. no you just have to get ready for failure 90 percent of the time while you're learning it you're falling down all the time. And these like you just I think, expect them to do it. So, no. I think guys our age to get on a surfboard would be you might as well just I don't know, impale yourself on a no. fence. 
<laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's a bad idea. Well, my son, who was like 15, 16, is like, Dad, we want to go surf. I'm like, all right, you want to learn how to surf? That's fine. And I watched them for three hours fall for two hours and 45 minutes. I mean, you don't get on waves. Like, it's friggin' impossible. And here we are, no. Keanu Reeves, which, by the way, masters surfing in a week in an area that's known for difficult waves. But, okay, sure, whatever. Because, just like yeah. We mas- just like we mastered jumping out of an airplane after one lesson, but, Because... Uh, <laughs> A musical montage happened. I know. We have to. That's obvious. That's how he got. He. It, it, we could learn so much fucking amazing stuff if, yeah. if a musical montage would just happen for us. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Just like the, All right, the so training it, scene we're, in Rocky Four. Oh, 100%. Even Rocky Three too, for that matter. Yeah. He's just meeting Lori Petty. He wants to find an inn with her. And mm-hmm. his inn is he finds out that her parents were killed in an accident. Right. Well, yeah, her parents, yes. And then he uses that as the end and says that his parents were killed in an accident. Yes. Which is, which is so sensitive. But yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, what a well, coincidence. My mine were too. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. It's also a coincidence that I'm using my real name as an FBI cover agent, but that's fine. Well, it, a good thing he did because they picked it, they picked him out when they were playing I know, football. But, I know, I know, but no, like, give me, like, no, this is Johnny fucking Utah. No, it isn't. My name's um, <laughs> Mitch. <laughs> you know, like whatever, like some you know, fucking yeah. you know crazy. Like <laughs> that's a great point, Jay. He he basically <laughs> gave them his biography on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here yeah, you yep. go. And uh, here's Just, my credit card number, my social security <laughs> number. <laughs> yeah. Just well, the, at least. You know, the only thing he changed it to was lawyer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was he's a lawyer. Yeah. Instead, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hm. it's it's you know what though, I, with Ryan's point though, I was beyond excited when I was watching this at 18 years old. So when I heard that this was your first time just now, I was like, oh, okay, oh yeah, I, I know where this is here. Go. Here it comes. Yeah, here it comes. <laughs> because this I, is I, it's designed for an 18 year old. Yeah. Oh, of course it is. They, they, this this movie was never filmed for the 47 year old guy or however yeah. old we are now. But Chris, how did you never see this movie back in the day? That's All what's right, baffling Ryan, get, to me. Ryan, get get ready for this. That's because okay. probably this movie did not appeal to me at all. Uh, mainly because for the same reason, I'm not going to get into it, that I fucking hated Top Gun even back in the day. Just not my movie. I fucking hated it. And this is basically Top Gun on waves, just like Days of Thunder is Top Guns with cars. Like I just, I just exactly. don't like this shit. And it's not because it's overly macho, because I like all, you know, I like Conan the Barbarian and all that stuff. And it's not because I'm a sci-fi nerd, because I like all movies. It's just nothing about it appealed to me to go want to see it. Like, I don't care about Patrick Swayze jumping out of airplanes, Robin Banks, Robin Hood style, and then Keanu Reeves trying to figure out, like, whoa, maybe maybe he's good or maybe he's not. Like, I just wasn't I wasn't feeling it. I did not want to see this movie, and that's why I never did. So I get we're behind the eight ball a little bit, but also, Ryan, understand that this is like, I get a lot of joy. Like, I understand, let me put it this way. I understand why people like it. I just don't get it. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not going to take I see what you're saying. Gonna, it's... Like, I'm never going to say, you're fucking stupid for liking this. Like, whatever. I mean, you like it, you like it. I'm not going to say anything about that. But I'm going to say why why it doesn't appeal to me. And that, to me, what I love about this podcast is asking people that question. Like, okay, well, I didn't like it. Well, why did you? I'll tell you why I don't. Why did you? And then we can mm-hmm. have a... 
you know, it doesn't have to be like, well, so much political rhetoric, rhetoric nowadays where if our opinions don't match, I hate you. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we oh, can no, it's funny. You know, I totally understand why you don't. Yeah. I, and I think there are really this movie is when I hate even to use the term polarizing because polarizing says that there's some other deep thought somewhere in the mix. And there really oh, yeah. is no deep thought no. with Point Break. But no. I no. will say this when I do say when I do use the term polarizing, what I'm really saying is that for all the people that I've known over the years, when we talk about this movie, it's either one or two. You either hate mm -hmm. it or you mm -hmm. loved it. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> There's no, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I I thought it was okay. No, no, no. You'll meet people that say, I got I love that movie or I absolutely hated that shit. Now question. Ryan, again, let me, hold on. Let me get one yeah. point and then Jay, hold on. So yeah. let me give you an idea. Lethal Weapon, I watched 55 times isn't lethal, lethal weapon. weapon the same thing you see this is confusing to me absolutely now, it's the same movie lethal weapon's no, the I, same movie <laughs> absolutely same movie. but it's less it's <laughs> yeah. less on surfing and it's more about i loved mel gibson's kind of self-destructive bent i love the old yeah. cop with uh, i'm sitting yeah but didn't you know, didn't keanu reeves have the same self-destructive thing in this movie he does nah, as, like, we, nah, as we as we go on yeah, in the he, movie I he didn't jumped out of a, a plane dog. without a parachute. I know, but <laughs> he, he didn't. He didn't try to eat a bullet in a trailer park, drunk after lamenting his lost wife and saying no one yeah, more that's day. Yeah, but that's then... a Friday night for a lot of people in America. I mean, that's <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I like that. All right, so that, that's all, and I get it. I, you know, and it's hip, I'm, it's hypocritical of me because they're kind of the same movie. I just didn't want to see that. But I totally wanted to see Lethal Weapon. So anyway, Jay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Swayze had a nice – I think he really did a good job at being a little more complex than a typical just macho guy doing his thing. I mean, like there was moments where you felt he cared about these people. And then he would flip the script and then not care about it. But like every time he showed he cared, I bought it. Oh, well, that's because he kept anchoring back on – I mean, his name is Bodhi short for Bodhisattva which is from some Indian Sanskrit thing. I read it in college, right? So it's 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 named after some philosophical Buddhism thing. And he's always he's going on and on about that surfing is spiritual and you have to find your spiritual center. And the reason he's rocking over banks is kind of a it's kind of a Robin Hood thing, but he does have that flip side where he seems to care about people and then so he's not as bad as the Anthony Kiedis beach group, right? Cuz yeah. he's got a he's got a soul, right? Or or, you know, he's willing to help people and, and and whatnot. But then at the end of the movie, he kind of flips it around anyway. So. Oh, yeah. I'm just ah. saying, like, I'm just saying he did a good job at playing all those different sides. Sure. No, I'm not taking Swayze did fine. I have no problem with Swayze. I think one of the things with, if you noticed, and I don't know if you picked up on it at the beginning of the movie, but they kind of alluded to the fact that the the ex-presidents never go into the vault because they don't ever want to be confronted with violence against the people that they're robbing. Meaning, if you just take the money that's in the cash drawer, you can be in and out in 90 seconds, and chances are mm -hmm. you'll be gone by the time the cops get there. And people will mm -hmm. be in such shock that by the time you take the money and you're gone, they don't even know what happened. They don't want to hurt anybody in the bank. They right, just want right. to get that money and get the hell out of there. And that's when right. later on in the movie, things go south. Mm -hmm. If right. you remember that scene when they oh, yeah. when they then when they switch up their routine, right? Mm -hmm. Which I can't wait to get to later. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun because <laughs> I got some funny shit to say about that. Keanu Reeves, by the way, in the first 
surfer group he encounters is the bank robbers. I understand that we only have an hour and a half to play with the movie. We can't keep searching through all of the different surf groups. But just so happens, the first person, like, that took... He infiltrates them, he gets their trust after one football play, and now he's in. Like, wow, way to vet your people. But no he, did, but un- he had no idea no they were them. No chance of undercover cops going around. He had no <laughs> idea they were them. He thought it was the other group. I know, but... They, but like I'm but like saying. Jay was saying, he, th- he thought the bank robbers were the Anthony Kiedis group. At yeah, first, I know. Remember? I know. So yeah, I he know, didn't I really suspect Swayze's group. He, he thought for sure it was... Mm-hmm. I can't remember their names, but Kiedis and the other knuckleheads. Yeah, yeah Bunker, Bunker yeah. and Warchild. Warchild, that's right. Warchild, Bunker. All right, so... so sorry, Jay, go ahead. Uh, we, no, so he was surfing, and then he meets them, and they end up being douchebags, and they want to beat him up. And it's funny, if you like uh, or hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers, this is this movie is for you, because mm-hmm. you get to see Anthony Kiedis if you like him. And if you don't like him, you get to see him, one, get his ass kicked, and then you get to see him shoot himself in the foot. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yep, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's foot. a movie for everyone. You know how um, Anthony Kiedis doesn't seem to be able to perform form without moving his hands up and down that is very true when he's when he's yep. singing he actually yep. does that when he says that would be a waste of time yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. well because be, because his agent got him into this movie i'm sure right. you know mm-hmm. how do i expand my, my sensibilities don't get me wrong i like the chili peppers but jay you're totally right he's yeah. the no, he's it, a lead singer mime you know it's yep. almost like he's it's almost like he's signing for the people that can't hear in the red hot city peppers <laughs> audience you know oh. but you got to get to give it to you my money he's like up and down yeah. like it's almost like he's he's give it away like he's up and with his arms you know like right right throw it away Ryan, he, yeah he's his own he's his own hype man that's all he's he his is own his own hype, hype man, man. And there again, go, I huh? will say this. I'm, I'm going to say this as a, as a, a deep music fan. I absolutely love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I always have. I mean, a lot of people say they're kind of a one-trick pony, but they're really not. If you go through it, no. they, they've evolved quite a bit. The vibe, I think what? the general vibe of Anthony Kiedis has stayed the same, but mm-hmm. they've definitely evolved as a band. And by the way, they've been around for 35, 38 years. Yep. Who does Blood that Sugar, anymore? Blood Sugar you know? Sex Magic is actually a fantastic album, musically speaking, from soup to nuts, where it was recorded, how it was recorded, the the, the ways they recorded, different tracks that they put, the imagination. Oh, forget it. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan. I'm a big up they to were that in, point. After, they after were that, they got a little boring for me, but yeah. They were in a couple of other, other films prior to them becoming famous. They were mm-hmm. actually, there were these acts that were featured in a movie that would take place in California. They, they were in that Thrashing movie. Gleaming the Cube? No, there was Thrashing. Is that it? With, oh, Thrashing. Uh, right. The one with Josh Brolin. <laughs> Gleaming the Cube. Yeah, well, no. Oh the, my God. The, well, and yeah, I'm bringing you back now, aren't I? Right. <laughs> Gleaming the Cube. Well, they're both skateboard movies, yeah. Yeah, right. Thrashing right. was uh, was the one with Josh Brolin. The other one that they played in, which was the Tough was, Guys. With, with tough the guys. guys. Yeah, Tough yeah. Guys. So they, they've been Douglas around for and, a long, long time. Kirk Douglas and uh, I can't think of the other guy. But, but, all right, yeah. Back to uh, Point no, Break. It's okay. Back to the Point Break. <laughs> yep. So they decide to go and um, bust the douchebag surfers with Anthony Kiedis. And they show up at his uh, house, and they're, the next day, uh, this is way too much for us to talk about, so we'll just we'll get right to the fact mm-hmm. that they go to the they they go to try to boss them. They end up going in there, and everything's going ballistic. There's like so much shit going on. They're pulling out an arsenal. Everybody's getting shot. Anthony Kiedis gets shot in the foot. Some naked mm-hmm. girls beating the shit out of Gary. B- was is it Gary Busey yep. that's getting his ass kicked? <laughs> no, Ke- yeah. no, Keanu Reeves. Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, 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 right. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. 
like she's beating the shit out of him with something. By the way, this is this is a great scene. To me, this is where the movie really starts getting good mm-hmm. for me because this sets off a series of these action sequences. For instance, the, you know, there's a moment where Keanu looks like he's about to. By the way, I, I like the old school mixed with new school lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like yeah. the lawnmower the lawnmower represented something that was like a push lawnmower without an yep. engine that yep. like somebody would like somebody's old grandfather would my grandfather had yeah. something like that without the engine and like this guy had a bugs one. bunny cartoon Right. Yeah. Mine and did too. Guy, Mine had guy, one too. Yep. Yeah. But this guy had one with an engine. A moped <laughs> engine. Yeah. He's like, you know what? He's like, I'm getting tired of going back and forth on this lawn. He's like, you know what, Martha? You don't use the Vespa anymore. I'm gonna take the engine out of that. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna put this I'm gonna put this on I'm gonna put this on the, the black and decker. Uh, Hope you don't guys, mind. You, I will tell you, you what, are... as an eighteen year old though, that scene that scene had some uh, a little anxiety to me. Oh my when god. His face was up against the oh, blades. Yeah. Still to this day yeah. I'm like I know he's gonna get out of it and I'm looking like, geez, what if I was like that close to a blade? <laughs> guys, yeah. you're missing oh. the point. Guys, you're missing the point that the, there was nothing fucking wrong with that lawn. It was perfect. There was no reason to mow that lawn. It was already fucking trimmed, guys. So well, we're, we, we put in no, we put in a OCD Deus guys. we put in a Deus ex machina here for a guy getting his face pressed up against a lawnmower for a running lawnmower that for a lawn that didn't need to be cut. This is nonsense. Oh, that's funny. you know what you know what's great about that is that you're looking at the lawn. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm looking yeah. at the lawn. <laughs> no, it's just that we're all like, yeah, in the arsenal. No, this is it. In the naked yeah, girl. Yeah, Jay, this and- is when Chris, Chris, Chris <laughs> <laughs> Jay, Chris checked out at this point. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. he <laughs> mentally <laughs> checked out. Yeah. I don't know the fact that you said, listen, wait a minute, Ryan. Wait a minute. You said, you said the movie starts getting good now. Now? Now this was the movie gets good? We're yes, a long way into it the, at this point. This is the big, that's okay. You, ha- you All know right. what? Sometimes you have to be patient to get to the gold, Chris. It's very this tough is to one be where patient with Keanu Reeves and, and Gary Busey. But okay. This is the second part of the act. This is the, this is the second part of the act. <laughs> This <laughs> is second part of the act. So yes. finally, this uh, at, let's go. Who is this fucking guy? He's looking at the lawn and not at the women. He must be. <laughs> he must be a landscaper or something. All right, no, it's true. Um, by the way, by the way, you're you're missing the whole point. This half naked, beautiful woman just got out of the shower. Instead of being afraid, she took a guy who was coming into her bathroom, Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. and smashed his head against the porcelain sink, and then busted right. his head into the mirror. That's a badass trick. It's a badass trick. (laughs) So they finally get everybody uh, either busted or killed. And we discover that Tom Sizemore is the DEA agent that was undercover with these people. And Mm -hmm. they discover that they were no longer, they they were not around last year during a certain robbery. They were actually in Fort Lauderdale. So they ended up being uh, like a total waste of a bust. The DEA guy wanted to get closer to their supplier. So that whole thing was just a a big old clusterfuck. So these are, again, the worst uh... FBI agents ever. (laughs) And in a... They're uh... the worst. A little, a little note of irony. Tom Sizemore would later appear on the small screen in Celebrity mm-hmm. Rehab. Yep. <laughs> so he's yeah. fighting drugs in the movie, and then he's no. fighting well, drugs on TV. Yeah. 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 Well, Two always, different sides of it. So. Yeah, he was all, he was in rough shape. But yeah, they're the, these guys are the worst FBI agents like ever. 
Like, they're, they're terrible. They don't know the DEA is involved in this bust. They didn't check that first. They're both well, they, government agencies. They didn't check that. Well, they don't share. You know that, right? Yes, they do share. That's ridiculous. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> they, well. the, they, they both work for the government. You just make a phone call. Is there anything going on here that day? Or maybe you... you ah. I know it's the MacGuffin. You gotta, it's a cool scene. I get it. But boy, that's the worst FBI work fucking ever. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I think it, Ryan, Jay, Ryan. Jason, I'm, Jay, Jay, I'm going to take a sidebar here with you for a second. I think Chris was looking a little too deep into this movie when he watched it. I'm just going to yeah. say that. Well, let's see, because like, we were 18. So we were allowed to not look so deep. Yeah, and Chris, that's true. Yeah, that, you know what, Chris? I'm going to give you a bridge pass on this one because you really don't have a point of reference back into your 18-year-old self regarding this movie. Yeah, maybe. It's potentially. But again, remember, I fucking hated Top Gun too. So, you know. <laughs> it's the same. True. I hated that back in the day as well. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm but go ahead. Saying, like, yeah. Moving on. But, but uh, understand. To... Also, Ryan, understand. Wait a minute. I understand something. I love Jaws. Jaws is my favorite movie of all time. It's untouchable. I make fun of Jaws all the time. It, have you guys done Top Gun yet? We did. But oh, it we tried. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Remember the can, problem I can, said? We, can I, I come back? Can I come back for Top Gun? This oh, is. Oh, that'd be fine. <laughs> That'd be fine. Well, you know I'll what? lose my mind. <laughs> you know what? I'm not. I'm not kidding when I say this. Next Sunday we can record that if you want to do that because uh, yeah, we're, I, we're I'm wide open. That one, please let me sign up. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, can you can you come back next Sunday? I can. Do, I can do it early afternoon if you want. Sure. You I'm in. Yes, I'm in. Top Gun next week. Oh my god, oh, this is going to be a this is a two weeks in a row. We get triggered, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not Wait, understand I'm having a good again. time. No, I'm yeah. not watching it again. No. Um, we, we just watched I'm, it. I'm having a good time. This is dandy because I got <laughs> No, I am too. I, I'm yeah. just right. I'm just messing with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's cool. <laughs> Tag. All right, hit it <laughs> off the top <laughs> rope. <Garrett>. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, so, Jake, go ahead. Basically after that, the next day he wakes up and Bodie goes to get Johnny Utah to go and go for an early surfing thing, and then he finally sees them all acting like in a pack out in the water and just basically puts two and two together because you know what no friends get together and surf together other than these five guys <laughs> oh yeah other, yeah. Than, the bank other than the bank robbers right, right. yep, yep. yep. Like, holy shit it's them <laughs> like I mean, wow. listen obviously i'm making fun of it i also love it at the same time oh yeah i don't know i don't want people like hey he's really ragging on it <laughs> He doesn't like it at all. No, leave, no it's leave that fun. To me. But it's just, it's you gotta ha you gotta look at both sides. It's so much fun. Mm -hmm. But so then he goes and they put two and two, and they decide to go and stake out the bank that he followed because he, he followed Patrick Swayze throughout the day that day undercover wise, mm -hmm. right. and then found out he was at this specific bank. So they decide to check out the bank the next day. And, uh, and by the way, the yeah. upcoming up is one of the best lines of the entire movie. It is quintessential Gary Busey, and people still quoted. To this day, do you know a line I'm talking about? I do. It's coming up you, in the stakeout. I, I do. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I've also seen T-shirts. Yeah, I have two. I have two. <laughs> okay, it's so, so great. Yes, the um, so they're they're basically chilling out in the car, waiting for something to happen at the bank, and he sends Johnny Utah. He says, "Go, go, get me these uh, two meatball sandwiches over at mm -hmm. uh, this the this sandwich place around the corner. They're the, the most amazing things ever." He goes, "All right." Now, give me two. And, he, and all of a sudden, he reaches out, sticks his head out the car, and he goes, Utah, mm -hmm. give me two. Give me two. Give me two. <laughs> give me two. <laughs> and for some reason. Give, give me two. And I've seen, like, a shirt with, a like, a hand that has, like, mm -hmm. two, and it says, yep. Utah, 
Get me two. Get me two. Yep. <laughs> on a t-shirt. But like I, I see they were first, in, hmm? I thought they were in tip-top shape. This guy's blasting down two fucking meatball sandwiches. Two. Oh, two. Yeah, I, I know. know. That's and what I'm like saying. 10, two 10.30 in the morning. I know. <laughs> yeah, but you're missing you're missing the point. This place has the greatest meatball sandwiches of all time. So I guess when you so. go there, you have to you gotta get two. Give me two. I love and I, I do love I do love the economics back then. You know, like I it just it's too bad we don't have that today because you, there were two meatball subs, a tuna, and two lemonades, and it still came under ten dollars. <laughs> Jay, Jay, and 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 Chris, I want to bring you into something. This is why this is probably the reason why Jay and I became friends back in the day because mm-hmm. I picked up on that same scene. I said, yeah. If if the prices now were the same, mm-hmm. if you could walk into a sandwich shop, I would be three hundred and forty-eight fucking pounds right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Give me two yeah. meatball subs, a tuna melt, and two lemonades, and it was six seventy-five or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'll get that foot. I immediately got hungry. Oh, I immediately yeah. got hungry after you that get, scene. I'm like, man, I want a meatball that. sub for so a buck three fun. quarters. Sure, why not? But we're back here in old timey days where I can get a roll for twenty cents. No, but by the way, I I, I want to say also, Chris, you are right. They are really stupid, and here's why. Mm -hmm. He's at the sub shop with his back. Yep. (laughs) And Uh, what is what is Angelo doing? Angelo Babas is reading a newspaper, reading yep. uh, Marmaduke. The, yep. <laughs> no, 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 Cal, no, no, no. Cal, he was reading Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, that's right, Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is legit yeah, funny, so that, but still, you're still the worst fucking cop ever. Yeah, like, you're supposed to walk in a bank. You can't see. 100%. You can't see the robbers show up when you're staring at yep. the back of a newspaper. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. By the way, Jay, Jay, they were there on purpose. To mm-hmm. stake out the bank, right. so they, they weren't, weren't even there by like... happenstance. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're just getting lunch. They were sta- <laughs> there's one. You had one job. Yep, Keanu you, you and Gary, one you had job. one job. And oh, Keanu sucks so much that he's at the he's at the counter getting the meatball sandwich, and the car rolls up, and a bunch of people clamor out, and he didn't nothing. <laughs> Like no sound said, hey, I think I heard something weird. Oh no, people always screech up to a bank and a bu- like five people all jump out and run. I mean, come on, you're the worst FBI agent. So then he, get, okay. he blows his cover when he realizes all the uh, ex-presidents come out of the bank and mm-hmm. he starts running after them and they, they chase. Now it ends up where, to long story short, they end up at a gas station where Swayze lights up a gas pump and starts shooting it like yep. a flamethrower. Great yeah, scene. Happen. Great. Not gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. I was gonna ask the teacher. Uh, Absolutely not. Is that gonna work? Great scene, Chris. I don't care what you say right now. You know you're gonna get down with the science about all this. <laughs> But the scene of a dude in a Ronald Reagan mask lighting yes, up a yeah, gas pump like a flamethrower. I agree. That yeah. is cinematic gold. James Cameron, even I, though it was a no-show EP credit, he was probably yeah. watching the movie going, that's the greatest scene in this entire movie. And you know oh, no, I'm not. Better? Guys, guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. Defense of me. No, no, hold on. No, no, wait a minute. I understand that's cool. I, and what Jay's going to say is I'm going to say that's nonsense. Because fuel doesn't go up like that. It's mostly the vapor. And it's not going to shoot out like a flamethrower because that's not what gasoline does. Uh, but I will I will identify the fact that it is cinematically cool. Hmm. I have no problem cool. with explosions. No, 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 no. Big old gas ball. No, I'm fine with that. That's no, fine. Man, no. I'm, I'm Granted, yes, that's all nonsense. But I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm all, think, that's fine. No, what I was going to say is I yep. think what makes it even cooler is the 
the row of teeth that is on the uh, the Ronald Reagan mask. Like just he's yeah. she's mm-hmm. just sitting there smiling. Like <laughs> yeah. as he's yeah, blowing sure. this freaking uh, mm-hmm. homemade flamethrower. It's just right. you know what I mean? Like and the 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 caved in eyes, it just looks so fucking beautiful. Oh no, no. And then cool. I was gonna say in in nineteen ninety one, if you would have been ahead of the curve here, the best Halloween costume you could have ever had, October, Halloween nineteen ninety one. You and three of your buddies walk in as the ex-presidents. Mm, you would have won sure. every oh, contest no. that year. Oh, Hands sure. Down. No, that's fantastic. Yep. No, yeah, I'm so, with you. I'm so with now you that his cover is blown, he's chasing him down and he, he jumps off of a... They, they're going through a neighborhood and he jumps over this giant... Uh, it's, oh, it's basically in the flood control area, right? For Los Angeles? Yes. Yeah, well, you're the, missing that you, you fast... Jason, yeah, well, you, yeah, you well, fast forwarded here. <laughs> so I'm trying to... No, trying. But I want, I want to, I want to <laughs> say this. This movie, yeah. and, and you might do a deep dive into into Google on this, but I, I believe this next sequence that shot when they're following Swayze and Keanu Reeves through all these neighborhoods and, you know, over the fence and everything like that. I think this is the first cinematic shot that was done with a handheld camera. Oh, with running through the houses. Yeah, where the cameraman is actually running behind the actors with a handheld, following all the action as it happens. Wow. Normally, Amazing. a camera the, is a stationary uh, thing, but I don't, I don't. I'm not sure on that, but I will say this: uh, it's rather strange that all those doors were unlocked. <laughs> all the doors were unlocked, Ryan. They're all yeah, closed, even in 19, open, even, even in 1991. That's yeah, yeah it's probably not locked. realistic. No, except for one. On except for one. Where he threw, didn't he throw a lawn chair through the woman's, through some old lady's, yeah, like, he, he uh, locked back door slider, yeah. Yeah, he locked it, yeah. Um, That's right. But how, I've, never, a, I've never seen a dog use as a weapon, too. I know, the, I mean, it was a pit bull, too. Just pick up a pit bull and throw it at somebody. Oh, boy. Right, but then he, <clears> then he up and just, like, kicks it. Like, he, he punts yeah. it. He punts mm-hmm. it. He yep. a pit bull. <laughs> yeah, Candid, you you wouldn't be able to get away with that nowadays. There there would be no. there would be a PETA movement at your oh my at God. the movie th- at the movie studio at this point. Wasn't that no, pitch, also the pitchforks and in doggy treats? Also oh, the, sure, the, yeah, yeah, the pit bull wouldn't be punted very far. They're not like you know no. <laughs> they're not no. a light breed. It's not like not like that dog in Anchorman. Right. No. Oh yeah. So basically they go to the flood control area and when Keanu jumps off the cliff part of it, he ends up cracking his knee because he had blown his knee out years ago during football. So like, uh, but the, the cool mm-hmm. part is, here's an example. You know he really cares about uh, Bodie because um, oh, at yes. the beginning. Well, no, at the beginning, I know. But at the beginning, <laughs> he's a dead shot. He's a perfect shot. 100% Utah. Yep. You know, I mean, he could have hit him. They could have nailed him mm. from right there, and he didn't. He decided to shoot up in the air. You bring up a good point, too. So, Jay, this is this is the part of the movie where you finally realize that you don't really know where his loyalty lies. Because yeah. you know he is a crack shot. Mm-hmm. He's got a shot at Patrick Swayze. But instead, he <clears throat> fires his gun into the sky because if he doesn't shoot his weapon, he's going to be questioned when he gets mm-hmm. back to wherever, headquarters. If you had a shot at this guy, why didn't you fire your weapon? Well, this way he fires his weapon. He can show that he emptied the clip. You can just say, well, the guy, I missed him. You know, I just missed him. No, I, I was actually I was actually yeah. okay with the ambivalence of that scene, except for the fact if you launch, if you shoot a bullet in the air, it's going to land on you at the same speed that you launched it at, but whichever. But I'm okay <laughs> with the rest of that. That's absolutely you know true, but. if it, Listen, I, I tell you one thing. If 
if we weren't um, going to get in trouble for playing music on on mm-hmm. iPad on uh, podcasts, I think every time <laughs> every time Chris goes on one of these tangents, we should play "She Blinded Me with Science" or something. I'm not going to Neil deGrasse Tyson your ass. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just having fun. But I might have to disagree with Chris with the with the arc of a bullet because I I shoot guns as as a just a hobby on the side, and even if you were to shoot a gun up into the sky, there is an arc to a bullet in the wave. So it's not going to come, it's not like a lawn dart. It's like, if you throw it in the air, it's not going <laughs> to come know. right back down on you. There's an, Ryan, there's an arch to it. An arch to Ryan, it. I'm a physics teacher. Yes. All I'm saying is like, that's the shit we assume when we do. Okay. Imagine no air resistance and you know what I mean? A perfectly uh, up and down. And like, I do that proof in my class. So I understand you know, what's funny though, Chris, I just, yeah, I pictured in my head, like a, when you said that, I pictured yep. in my head almost like a wily e. coyote scene, yeah, yeah. where sure. if, where the if the if the roadrunner could fly, you know, wily e. yep. coyote shooting a gun up in the sky, he misses everything, and then just yep. a rain of bullets comes back down yep. on the coyote. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> yeah. So anyhow, <clears throat> so the the next morning, uh, right? Uh, is it the next morning? Yeah. Oh, the next morning. Well, we got Swayze comes to get Johnny Utah in the morning because they discover at night they're like, he's FBI man. What are we gonna do? And they start flipping out, and they, he's like, "I got this." And then the next morning, they take him, and he wants to. Well, by, by the way, Tyler Lori Petty discovered that he's an FBI agent because she looked at his his wallet. <laughs> yeah, good job. Man. Leave it, leave it just hanging around. Um, nice work. Shot a gun at him. Yeah, but, she did. Blew blew up the pillow. That's good. That's grounds for breakup right there. I mean, mm-hmm. that's my pillow. The yeah, from, you shot the, my pillow yeah, guy's going to be pissed. Forget you shot a bullet at my head. Now I only have mm-hmm. one pillow. You're done. This is, You're done. This is bullshit. You're done. Yeah. I have to go to Bed Bath & Beyond. It's a Sunday. Yeah. You don't care about sense. me, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> clearly. Clearly. So <clears throat> what's uh, next, the, the sham? So we take I don't even know who again. you are anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um so he takes him out on a, a, a freaking uh, airplane skydiving uh, thing. So then, mm-hmm. which basically he's he's afraid that uh, the chute's not going to open because he's like, "Who packed my chute?" And they all like pass it around, like, "No, you should def- definitely use his. No, mine's better." Mm-hmm. So then they they finally jump out, and he realizes, "Oh, oh!" Uh, and him and see, this is what's so much fun about this film. These are moments that make us go, "Yeah!" Um, when he's mm-hmm. holding on to Patrick Swayze and he won't let go. No, he won't. He won't pull the chute first because he's afraid that Patrick is is uh, screwing him over. So finally, yep. they they pull it like you know way less than a thousand feet and they land on the ground or they land mm-hmm. in the water, but they end up back. So everything seems like it's kind of cool, but then he realizes that Patrick Swayze has his little associate Rosie kidnapping Laurie Petty. Yep. So there's like a little uh, video that he shows him. A man named his, Rosie and a woman named Tyler. You bet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, I never even thought of that. Yeah, Chris, <laughs> yep. is good. Chris is really picking this. You are picking <laughs> this movie apart like a buzzard with a freshly dead chicken. He is picking Point Break apart. Buzzard beak dead chicken. <laughs> buzzard beak dead chicken. That's your, that, by the way, that's your new nickname. Chris Buzzard Beak. <laughs> <Buzzard Yeah. Beak. laughs> I'm digging it. I'm into it. That's fine. Buzzard Beak. Fine. I'll, I'll do that shit with Star Wars. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'll do that with Citizen Kane. All right. Good. So, <laughs> so, 
Oh, uh, so that when he realizes that that he has no choice and she's kidnapped, so he's got to do whatever he wants because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it, she he was like in Mexico and there was no way to contact. Him. I mean, you got to remember 1991. 1991, yeah, nobody had like cell, cell phones. Phone. So it was like yeah, a yeah. satellite phone or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So he says, well, you have to come on this last uh, robbery with us. And they have all the masks, except he doesn't get one. And he, but they make him hold a gun. And here's a you know, great so, scene. Great oh, yeah. scene. I love but you know what's funny? All right, so now here we are. We're in the they they go into the bank and he's standing there with a gun and he's got no mask, you know, because he's there under duress. So mm-hmm. I mean, he's got to be there. <laughs> you know, what's he going to do? No. Here's my favorite part. The part I was I was ready to 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 laugh about, and it's the guy that says I'm a cop. He's lying on the ground. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. lying next to the security guy, and the security guy's like, I don't want to be involved in this. What are you? He's like, No. I'm a cop. And he's like, starts pointing to his gun. He's going to pull it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are basically one and a half people. Okay. You're a cop and you have a half a cop with you. <laughs> you know, like yeah. a guy yeah. who basically mm-hmm. just wants to stand around and get paid to stand around at a bank. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So that's yeah. you. So now you're going to stand up and take on five people with guns. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I'm not a math guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The odds are not in your favor. Just let no, them not leave. Really. Let him leave. No, instead yeah. he gets shot and killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a terrible idea. You think yeah. you're going to get all of them? Do you think that's you're going to get all of them? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's they haven't cool. started. They they did not start to shoot anybody yet. Mm-hmm. Well, this is when this is the scene where they, for the first time ever, they go into the vault. Right. They never right. used to go into the vault. Well, yeah, but I mean, it was well, still a be- dumb idea, even if they didn't go into the vault. Be like to to stand well, up and take a you know start shooting at that. Uh, if you're gonna, five you know, if guys. you're gonna if you're gonna rob a bank, I don't think that's the time you call an audible. I'm just saying. Well, yeah. I don't think you changed the play at that point. Come on, Utah. Well, you know the and deal. Chris, I'll tell you why they did it, and it, it dawned on me after the 98th time that I watched this movie last night. It finally dawned on me why they did it, because Bodie, Patrick Swayze's character, realized that this 50-year storm that was going to be happening at Bell's Beach down in Australia, mm-hmm. he was he knew he was going to die. So there was no point in holding back. He needed to get enough money to to basically finance the remainder of his life. And also the fact that they uh, they Or were, you could get a job. Were, no. No, but, no, but they well, were that too. he knew, yeah. he knew that <laughs> maybe he could were... be a get maybe he could be a gas station attendant. No, oh, yeah, and blow, yeah, I could just indiscriminately blow things up with their blow yeah. no but he knew his stuff was blown everybody knew their identities at this point so that you can't right, right, yeah. keep coming back to town robbing banks as the ex-president it's gonna be like oh sure. good Bodie's back <laughs> no i'm i'm totally down that the plan went to shit and you had to do something like it was a tense moment yeah. so that i appreciate no that's that's cool i'm just gonna pick it apart but no so a it's couple- a cool dramatic moment there's no doubt about that so a couple of people die, including one of the uh, one of the ex presidents, right? Just one of them die in the yeah roach. Yep, one of them dies in the bank. But here's the thing: they knock out Keanu Reeves, so he wakes up and he's on, he's in cuffs. He's getting his rights read to him and stuff like that. Now the jerk John C. McGinley comes in and says, "Oh," and and he starts yelling at Special Agent Utah. And here's the thing: how is it that nobody understands why he was standing there, <laughs> like in the yeah. Bank? You know, like, could he not say Tyler is is being held hostage and I can't get her right. back? And like, there's this human mm-hmm. being stuck somewhere, you know, like, so. That's a great point, Jay. Yeah, they yep. never explain mm-hmm. that. They never explain that plot. But I think John C. McGinley had such a hard on for him hmm. that he just was <laughs> yeah. wait. He was waiting for Keanu Reeves, Johnny Utah, to, mm-hmm. to mess up. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then he was just, uh, he was waiting in the wings. Right. And then he. 
Then he treated uh, Gary Busey like shit, so Gary Busey punches him and knocks him yeah, out. And, and they both leave. They head to yeah. the airport. He uncuffs him because he says, you know, I was, I'll, I'll take him in. But he uncuffs him and takes him to the airport. They go find Patrick Swayze, and he's got another guy with him. But, like, the, the other dude with the long hair. I think that was Roach. That was that was, uh, that was was still at the— That's right. One of the guys got killed at the bank at the yeah. bank robbery, and then the other guy got shot on the tarmac. Yeah. And You're I think right. Ro- yeah. Roach right. was the one standing yeah. behind uh, Gary Busey. Basically, a shootout happens. Gary Busey ends up getting killed. Roach gets shot in the chest. They take off into the airplane with uh, Keanu Reeves. They take him basically as a hostage. And so they're up in the air. They go a little higher. And Roach, even though he's bleeding out, they're going to send him down with a parachute down to the ground. And Patrick Swayze puts on a thing and he's about to call in the thing to see where Rosie, who has Tyler down Mm -hmm. on the ground, and basically jumps out of the airplane and there was no parachutes. But he left the gun behind. <laughs> yeah. Like, sure. He gave a gun. He gave a gun <laughs> yeah. to, to Roach. Mm-hmm. But he threw his gun away. Um, yep. yeah. And then Keanu Reeves grabs the gun, jumps out the plane without a parachute. Another great scene. Don't oh, don't mm-hmm. minimize this scene. See, oh, the, yeah, he, he, Keanu Reeves went off the rails a few scenes ago when he, when he finally got that tube and I actually, I think when he went off the rails was that first jump that he made with Patrick Swayze, right? Yeah. When he lands in the water yeah. and says, that was fucking awesome. Like, that's mm. when he fractured as a character. Sure. He, he didn't know if he was in the FBI or he, he didn't know right. if he wanted to be a surfer. Yeah. You know, like, he, he yeah. just didn't know what to do. Right. So, but, um, he, but he does know how to fly through the air, like, even though he's never, he's only jumped out of a plane <laughs> once, but he knows how to do that. Well, he saw <laughs> Superman 1, 2, and 3. Well, it's obvious. On, yeah. All right, they, they they land on the ground, but he fucks up his knee again, <laughs> and then again, so so he can't get well. Well, because they 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 waited too long to uh, I know to pull it. So, anyways, mm-hmm. the uh, uh, they release Tyler. He takes off. They stop by Roach. They 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 take the money and they just leave him hmm. to have yep, yeah, leave him there to, to get yep. picked by the buzzards. <laughs> yes, that's right, Chris. Wait, you get picked by yes. <laughs> I'm up, you fucker. I'll uh, pick all these <laughs> potholes off your body. This weak, yeah. weak ass writing. <clears throat> so the, here's the greatest. Um, you could tell it's a, what a year later, and you see Keanu riding through the the rain, and you could tell it's Australia because you you can hear the accent on the radio, and it says Bell's Beach. And he goes and finds Keanu standing there waiting with a surfboard. I mean, I'm sorry, you got mm-hmm. Patrick Swayze standing there with a surfboard, ready to uh, ride some uh, amazing. Big waves that are brought in by the 50-year storm. Yep. And then some great shit happens where they start to... It's it's cool because he he tosses the Ronald Reagan mask in front of him just to get his attention to realize. And then... Mm They start. To, I do like that he's he's like I came across some un, uh, unclaimed piece of meat in Baja. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. That was Rosie. Rosie. Yeah. yeah, it was Rosie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so actually, that actually, Jay, you actually made a point of this earlier, where you said there was two sides to uh, Swayze's character, where half of them cares, the mm-hmm. other half doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. The ha- the half that doesn't killed Rosie and probably left him in Baja. 
Oh yeah, well, mm-hmm. I didn't even think of that. I was, uh, yeah. yeah, I just thought they had gotten separated, and Rosie was uh, the egotistical douchebag that that thought he could kill everyone. But yeah, mm-hmm. that works too. Yeah, I, I like that. But uh, so then basically they start beating the shit out of each other, and mm-hmm. he hooks up handcuffs where they like where one handcuff is on Keanu, one's on uh, Swayze, and he starts flipping out. And he's like, "Come on, man, you know I can't escape on the left or the right. You know, just let me do it." And he finally mm-hmm. lets him go because he realizes, "Fuck it, this guy's." just going to get killed anyway let's just you know yeah. i give up and they it, it, i like the uh the, all the other cops that show up they're like we'll get him when he comes back in he's not coming he's back. not coming back, not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And then as i let him escape second, that he throws that was the jay uh, that was the second line of the movie you so first yeah. you had they give me to utah and then the second yeah. best line of the movie was that one He's not coming back. And then he tosses the uh, he tosses his badge in the water and walks away. And yeah, the song "Rat." Yeah, nobody rides mm. for free. Yes, my favorite rat song uh, I think ever. So wait, it is so. Wait good, a minute. So if Swayze goes to a place where he was gonna ride the wave and die. Keanu goes to the place to arrest him to let him go ride the wave and die. So this is I like think, I think it's a no. Combo. He had a crisis of character. Right. He had yeah, a crisis I think it's a of combo, character. I think. Yeah. Yeah, where like it was like oh, so it's not like a there, moment think, where like the intention of bringing him in. All right, because so it's not like a moment where like Raiders of the Lost Ark, where it's like if if Harrison Ford never got involved in that movie, all the Nazi died, all the Nazis die anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's, that's right. Uh, yeah, well, I, I can well, kind of see where yeah, you're going. It's a little bit different. You were talking about okay. Nazis, and then we we're talking about Patrick Swayze with his mullet serpent. I mean, it's, I, all you right. Know, no, I'm just saying, like at the end, at the end game, Swayze dies either way, or he's gonna go die in the surf anyway. I think no, like I was saying, I think I'm pretty sure that Johnny Utah showed up there with the full intention of arresting okay. this guy, still right. as Johnny Utah is an FBI agent. And I think right. whatever he said, whatever Jay said to him, said this is this is what my life has been about this wave. All right, sure. And I think Johnny was kind of probably teetering on both sides as you've seen throughout the entire movie at one point he oh, was, yeah, yeah. like he wouldn't shoot this guy mm-hmm. so yeah, all of a sudden you know he he makes the last argument saying look at man i'm gonna die anyway he said he yeah. can't live in a cage i'm gonna die anyway just let me mm-hmm. go do this one last thing all and right. then at that point utah i think says you know what i didn't really like being in the fbi anyway fuck it anyway <laughs> i'm gonna throw my back in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and that just ends with that great song so cliche. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So cliche, so, but it's it's such a great ending. And I really think oh no. the ending is probably better than most of the scenes in the movie. Oh, sure. The, no, this end that. scene is probably better than all of the other scenes in the I'll entire movie. Awesome. Oh, sure. I don't I don't mind setting up cliches. They got to come from somewhere. And they're, they're impactful at some point. So, no, I, I'm okay with that. But it is certainly like a cinematic, like, I'm done with all this, man. Whoosh! Into yeah, the of ocean. course. So no, no, no. I'm fine with that. That's cool. So all right, all here right, we well. are. At my only friend. The end. All right. All right. So uh, <laughs> right now we do a, a thing called final judgment. So let's get to that. It's time now for final judgment. Are you ready to rubber stamp this bitch? Here's the final judgment. 
All right. And what we do is basically decide how well it holds up. Ryan, do you mind starting? Yeah, I'll start. And I w- I'll circle back to, to my first kind of impression as a dude in his 40s that saw this movie originally as an 18-year-old guy. Mm-hmm. I think there are little glimpses of good scenes. And I can't believe I'm actually going to be saying this, but... I'm like betraying my childhood here, but I don't think it stands up. I don't think the movie stands up. I think for people that are our age that saw this movie when it came out, it it has a little golden corner of our cerebellum somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I think when you watch it, just like Chris is doing, and I was yeah, mm-hmm. I was busting you up this entire podcast about picking things sure. apart, but I was doing yeah. the exact same thing. I was sure. doing the exact same thing while I was watching it and saying, "This is cliche. This is cheesy. This is." You know, even in the cinematic realm, it's unrealistic. It's not even a, like a popcorn sort of thing. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just like filling the movie up with with insulation into an attic. Nope. No, mm-hmm. I don't think it. I don't think it stands up as much as mm-hmm. it sucks to say, but I don't. I don't think it does. I mean, will I like watching it every couple of years? Yeah, I will. But yeah, no. Nah. It doesn't stand up. All right. I, I actually, I'm going to say I also agree. It doesn't really stand up because of that. I don't think that if you put this movie out. Now, again, I'm, I'm trying to be as, as removed from this as possible because I said I only saw it for the first time as a 46-year-old man. But I will say that I don't think this movie gets, I think it, this movie would receive now as well as the remake would have been made, would have was received. If the remake of Point Break lived in its own universe. I don't think people didn't go see that either. And not because it was a remake. I just think it was kind of a, a very odd idea. And again, the scenes don't, like it's not plausible. It's not plausible enough for at least modern audiences. Back in the 90s, again, Lethal Weapon is also not plausible. I don't know that that movie goes nowadays either. You'd have to rework it to a modern day 2020 sensibility. I don't think people are gonna buy it these days. I, I do like the nostalgia bit. There are suck. There are shitty movies that we've watched, Ryan, that don't are just have always been awful. That are obviously from the 90s. Like uh, what's the Keenan? Oh, down right. dirty shame. Yeah, that was terrible. Oh God. So I mean, that's obviously 90s, but it's just shitty. This is 90s, and it's good as a piece of nostalgia 90s, and it's not awful. But yeah, I don't think I don't think it's. I don't think it holds up in the way that movies are, are now, even bad movies now are put together more plausibly than this movie is. Hmm. So No, I totally I agree. I mean, we, we like Z Cavaricci t-shirts back in 92, sure. and we thought they were great and they were comfortable, but would we mm-hmm. go and wear that shirt today? No. No, maybe no, we wouldn't. No, we wouldn't. Well, no, nope. I look we at, wouldn't. I, all right, I look at this maybe in a different light. I mean, one, I do treasure it for my memory, like like you, Ryan. I I, mm-hmm. I, I have the same warmth inside you know when i watch it and i but i think it might there's a chance it might hold up uh in the fact that some people are just into vintage shit that they could sit there and and appreciate some of the stuff that they're seeing and understand that obviously it's not made exactly how it would be today and I think the guys are, they're good. I, I think the leading actors are so good as far as, you know, I mean, they're, it's, it's, it's a combo. It's their appearance mixed with the way they act in this film and, and like the, the, the over the top shit that's going on with the, you know, the, the, the scene with the flamethrower and stuff like that. I think people would get mm-hmm. a kick out of it. I mean, not everyone, but I mean, I think, it, yeah. I think it, there's a chance that some people might like it. So. I'll say, just for the sake of being different, I say it does hold up. All right, I all can right. nice. I nice. can dig it. Sure. So, all right. It's well. not a bad. 
it's not all around obscenely stupid. Right. Like Low Down Dirty Shame is just a terrible movie. This is <laughs> like that's just that's just piss poor. Like obviously it's no, got it's some bad right. It's not a it's not an absolute shit movie. It's it's just, not. It, it really isn't. It, you know, every it's not. I'm not like saying said, it is. It, it's so funny because Jay, I had such a time I had such a hard time like <laughs> trying to give it that does not hold up thing mm-hmm. because half of my brain wants to say Yes, it holds up. But the only reason why I said I don't think it holds up is because of what I had said earlier, that the older I get, like when I was 18, 25, 32, 38, 42, it it held up less. Oh, yeah. The, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what, too? Every I, single time it held up less. I get that. But I think there's also this other fact. We see what's coming. Yes. I mean, when we go to watch it again, we know, all right, here, here it comes. Here's the jump. Oh! like it, So we, it, it, it can't have the same exact feeling as the first time. You know what I mean? Like, or exactly. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Because you, you hadn't seen it the same time. There's one other movie. So I know we're going to do Top Gun next week hopefully, or yeah. Sunday. There's one other movie further down the line, if you guys want to have me back, that I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to see if you guys saw this movie back in the day, but the movie is Boomerang. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Oh, I've, God, I, yeah. I haven't seen All it right. in a long time, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll watch that again. Eddie Murphy, yeah. Do you remember that movie? Yep. Eddie Murphy, Halle Berry. Yeah. Yep. Right, yeah. I don't me, remember how, what if, I don't know how I felt about it then. I watched that movie probably, you know, once a year. To All me... Right. I've never had that down circle of mm-hmm. that. Every time right. I watch it, I love it. I loved it the same okay. way I loved it the first time. Well, personally, All I right. think I think it might happen more so with action than it does with comedy. Yeah, you might be right. Because like, be I, right. Think, yeah. I think the funny stuff, you know, like remains if it's mm-hmm. still, you know, if you're seeing it that much. Um, thanks for coming on. I thought it was a phenomenal show. This was a this was a blast. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, so thank you, Ryan. I agree too. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is uh on top of like seeing you, Jay, after thirty years, this was uh this was a lot of fun. Awesome, thank you so man. much. Good time. All right. Nice meeting you, Ryan. I hope to talk to you again. You too, Chris. All right. All right, thanks, man. All right. Well uh take care everybody. Um we'll talk to you next week. Cricket, chirp about moon.